To interesting recipes, every page has a brief history and a photo of the person. Welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast, a show that is dedicated to the people of the state of Tennessee who produce, prepare, and preserve food and agriculture, often with that Mountain South Appalachian flair. And on occasion, I just might have a guest from our neighbors from surrounding states here in the Southeast. This is your hostess and producer, Amy Campbell. The theme song that you just heard was sung and produced by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine. She's from Madisonville, Tennessee. Today, we are setting the table with Community Gardening, CAC Beardsley Community Farm, an inner-city community garden located in Knoxville, Tennessee. CAC Beardsley Community Farm works towards a healthier community in Knoxville by providing produce, accessible education, land, and resources for gardening. They also offer cooking classes in their education center, gardening workshops, and are involved with schools, after-school programs, and Head Start. They also often donate excess produce that they produce on the farm to community organizations that address food insecurity in the community. Our guests today are Con Chove, former director of Beardsley Community Farm, describing the good work of Beardsley Community Farm, and Mary D.D. Constantine, the happily retired former food editor of the Knoxville News Sentinel, with a sweet memory about bologna and a recipe for mile-high bologna pie. Thank you so much for tuning in today by podcast or radio. I really appreciate your good company. Let's begin first with this visit with Con Chove of CAC Beardsley Community Farm, located in Knoxville, Tennessee. On this recording, you will hear the voice of Con Chove. We recorded this visit back in 2016, a couple of years after I created this show. Today, the co-directors of Beardsley Community Farm are Adam Carrico and Charlotte Rodina. Thank you for making time. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, thanks. Well, we are at Beardsley Farm. So what is Beardsley Farm for people who don't know? Beardsley Farm is a community farm um, in the Mechanicsville neighborhood. Um, We are operated with the help of volunteers on a daily basis. And we've been doing this for 17 years. So quite a long time since 1998. Um, All of the produce that we raise here is donated to 
hunger relief organizations such as the Mobile Meals Kitchen and Global Seeds and the Family Crisis Center, Western Heights Baptist Center. And it also serves as an education farm. You know, we host field trips here throughout the year, especially in the summer, fall, and spring. Um, but we also educate um, adults as well. We have a series of uh, garden classes in the spring. So we, we've expanded quite a lot in the park. Uh, we're adjacent to a city park, uh, Malcolm Martin Park, where we grow food on the land that's generously provided by the city. And we also have community garden plots out there too, um, and a work share garden where people can volunteer for food. So lots of different opportunities here. And people also learn by, by doing. So people who volunteer here can also learn a whole, whole lot, uh, particularly the regulars who come back and can see something that they started from seed and something that matures and then eventually harvesting that vegetable. We do a lot. Uh, <laughs> and, and we're really proud of the work that we do because it's very, very needed um, in this community. Mm-hmm. It is. How did the concept of Beardsley Farm begin? When Gail Harris, uh, she was the director of um, community service programs at CAC, um, started the idea uh, because of the need in our area. This area was considered a food desert um, back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And at that time, 14% of the area um, were living below the poverty line and that's about 45,000 residents who could not afford um, basic necessities like food um, having to make the, the choice between um, paying for the groceries uh, paying for the rent and medical bills and so that was it's really hard. It's very difficult for, for the families in, in this community. And there was not a grocery store in this area at all. Um, and the food city on Western Avenue only opened in 2007, mm-hmm. which is not a long time. Um, so Beardsley Farm was started so that, so that residents in this community could have access to fresh produce. Um, there are a lot of um, people living in apartments in this area, uh, back in the 90s, there were three public housing developments in the Beaumont, Mechanicsville, Mechanicsville and Lonsdale neighborhood. And there was also a fourth college homes that was um, demolished in the late 90s, which is very close to Beardsley Farm. And they converted them to um, single family units, uh, 250 of them for elderly, disabled, and working families. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are here as a resource, uh, whether it be for learning, whether it be for land to grow, um, for, for children, for adults. Um, and it's, it's wonderful. Uh, we, we really depend on the community to, to help us grow the food, mm-hmm. um, but also so that we can give back to those who who need it the most. And in addition to Beardsley Farm, I want to mention um, the CAC Green Thumb Program, which has been going on a little bit longer than Beardsley. Um, Adam Carrico is the uh, Assistant Urban Agriculture Director, and he um, has been 
tending to 25 community garden plots in the Knoxville area, um, all outside of senior housing and uh, low-income housing. It works out really great. People who live in these apartments can step out of their homes and their garden is right there. Um, mm -hmm. And in addition to that, these most of these gardeners receive uh, seeds and plants mm -hmm. from Beardsley Farms Greenhouse, which Adam nurtures um, tw over 20,000 tomatoes and peppers for a few months and then distributes seeds as well for 1,100 households. And for us, that's an extremely important part. Um, we are happy, I don't know if that's the word, but you know, mm -hmm. it, it, there's, there's such a need out there for healthy produce. There's, there's been a loss of, in our generations for, uh, of how to cook. Our hope is that people um, who are volunteering with us, who are gardening with us can also make really delicious food with the fruits of their labor because in the long run, it's, it's much more uh, cost-effective if you can be healthy for years and years and years. I think that for many people, it's going the more convenient route of fast food. It may seem cheaper, but in the long run, it's not good for your, your body. And, and so our, our motto is, please eat your vegetables. <laughs> <laughs>majored in something that probably shouldn't have majored in. I, I majored in Chinese, which was great. I really love languages, but um, for me, I, I knew that I wasn't going to move to China or anything, and I didn't want to do anything with the international business. It just wasn't me, and of course, I find that out <laughs> when I'm about to graduate. So I served as an AmeriCorps member for a couple of years in the Knoxville area. Um, the first year, I worked in elementary schools uh, with composting school lunches and after-school garden clubs. And the following year, I worked in high schools and middle schools, and I taught about water quality, um, best management practices, and just water pollution and waterways and watersheds. Uh, Hands-on learning was really important in those years, and it was very fulfilling, really fun. Um, the kids got it when, when they could see it and and touch it and we really liked to uh to surprise them with with this new knowledge and just teaching these kids that their um, actions really do make a difference so i decided to um, continue on this path of environmental education and um, got a master's in environmental education and eventually it brought me here back in knoxville 
I'm glad. Thank you. <laughs> How do people get involved? There are many ways people can get involved here. Uh, most people vol- volunteer at the farm. Um, every day we receive volunteers. Um, sometimes it's a couple of people. Sometimes it's a dozen. Sometimes it's 50 people. <laughs> it's been 100 before, and we really do have that much work going on at the farm. It's really easy to contact us to schedule a time, and you don't need any gardening experience to volunteer your time. We're here to help, and we're here to guide. Often, work includes harvesting vegetables, planting, weeding, turning compost, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably our, our greatest need, um, but we also depend on the expertise from the community. Uh, for example, the, the College of Architecture are donating their time to design and build um, the education center. We've also had um, the University of Tennessee Engineering Fraternity design a drip irrigation system for us, and that was funded by a, a garden club who could help in a different way, they were able to fund it. Um, So there's lots of service learning opportunities, internship opportunities, um, even, you know, artists. We we have some blank walls on our barn that we could have a mural on. So, you know, we're really open to um, skills and ideas. Now, what is the website address? Uh, beardsleyfarm.org and what's the way you prefer people to contact you we um our email address is great uh, beardsleyfarm at gmail.com mm-hmm. it's a b-e-a-r-d-s-l-e-y-f-a-r-m okay yes well Concho from beardsley farm thank you so much for visiting thank you it was fun you are listening to the Tennessee Farm Table, and today our guest has been Con Chove, former director of CAC Beardsley Community Farm in Knoxville, Tennessee. On this recording, you've heard her voice as she and I recorded this visit back in 2016, a couple of years after I created this show. Today, the co-directors of Beardsley Community Farm are Adam Carrico and Charlotte Rodina. More information on CAC Beardsley Community Farm at beardsleyfarm.org. And a note, Beardsley Community Farm does not advertise on this show. And again, you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table. In addition to the show being a radio program, it is also a podcast. If you're listening to this show and have a person in your life that likes this sort of homegrown programming, I have a favor to ask of you. This week upcoming, will you mention my show to that person and let them know you can always find the podcast of this show on any of the podcast platforms by searching TennesseeFarmTable.com. Thank you. And up next is Mary D.D. Constantine with a sweet memory about bologna and a recipe for mile-high bologna pie. When it comes to luncheon meat, I have a weakness for bologna. The only thing better than a fried bologna sandwich is a fried bologna sandwich made by my daddy. During a recent trip to the Muddy Pond community in Monterey, Tennessee, I was introduced to a different kind of bologna. Different for me, anyway. It was called Lebanon bologna. Wow. What a wonderful product. 
It's sweet, it's tangy, it's savory, it's smoky, all at the same time. Of course, I had to do a little research on the lunch meat, and I discovered that it's a traditional Pennsylvania Dutch product that's been produced for more than 100 years. So, heck, where have I been? If you're interested in trying some of it uh, and can't find it locally, there are plenty of places online for you to find it, or take a trip to Muddy Pond. They'll be happy to sell it to you. Whether you have the Lebanon bologna or just your standard variety, you can't go wrong by using it in this mile-high bologna pie recipe. I found the recipe from America's Best Lost Recipe Cookbook, and apparently it was created by a young homemaker who was on a tight budget. Here's how you make it. First, set your oven rack to the middle position and set your oven to 425 degrees. Heat one tablespoon of vegetable oil in a non-stick skillet and working in batches, cook a pound of deli bologna, preferably sliced in about one half inch thick rounds. Once you've got all your bologna browned, set it aside and add one more tablespoon of oil to the skillet. Slice up one small onion and saute that onion in the skillet then you need to take two large russet potatoes that you've peeled half and sliced thin and two carrots that have been peeled and sliced thin. Put those in the skillet and cook them over medium heat for about 8 to 10 minutes until browned. Then add two minced cloves of garlic and a fourth of a cup of water. Cover and cook that baby for 15 to 20 minutes until the potatoes are just beginning to soften. Stir in one cup of peas, I leave that out, but you can do that if you want, and then season the whole thing with salt and pepper. Remove the vegetables from the stove and let them get cool. Now, while they're cooling, you need to make your favorite pie dough recipe and make enough for a double crust. Roll one 12-inch circle and place in a 9-inch deep dish pie plate. Spoon all those warm vegetables into the pie shell and then arrange the bologna on top of the vegetables. Now, I layer my bologna with slices of sharp cheddar cheese, but you don't have to do that if you don't want to. Cover the bologna with the top layer of pie dough, and then you cut four little two-inch slits into it before you brush it with a beaten egg. Bake, again, 425-degree oven for about 30 minutes. And then you remove it from the oven, let it cool for five minutes or so, cut that baby, and enjoy it. Now, we'll tell you the recipe says to serve it with ketchup, but truly, you don't need it. This is Mary Constantine with the Tennessee Farm Table. This is Alan Benton, and you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table. Thank you so much for joining us here today at the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast. It has been an honor to have your good company. We always love to hear from you on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or through the website TennesseeFarmTable.com. I'd sure love to hear from you and swap some recipes and stories. Big thanks to Emmy Sunshine of Madisonville, Tennessee for the musical arrangement and singing and recording of our theme song. For updated appearances, schedule, news, and her new recording, connect with Emmy Sunshine at TheEmmySunshine.com. We hope you have a good week and keep on digging. This has been a Campbell Creative 
Incorporated Production.